0: everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined for the first time by my good friend, Joe McNavich. Joe, how you doing? Very good, Nick. Thanks for the invite here. Glad to be on the show. Yeah, we're glad to finally get you on. We've, it's been in talks for a while. We even had to delay it for a few weeks due yeah. to uh, Mitchell.
1: Right. The brother took my spot, but you know what? <laughs> I'm glad to make it anyway. <laughs>
0: Well, we are glad to have you. How's your week been going? Haven't seen you since the wedding of our friends Mike and Chelsea. Yes, shout out to them. Congratulations. Thought it was a great time. Yeah, oh, Thanks my to gosh. Paul
1: for the invite. Shout out, Paul.
0: <laughs> they, they killed that wedding, I feel like. Yeah. Did you see him get iced?
1: Yes, that was something <laughs> unbelievable. Did okay. we ever figure out who was the mastermind behind the operation?
0: I think it was Chelsea herself. But that's that, just what I heard. That is ballsy. <laughs> so shout out to you guys. Congratulations. Happy marriage. Uh, they're on their honeymoon uh, in Bermuda or something. Is that a place you go? Is that a place where ships go to sink? I don't. You know, know.
1: considering I'm single, I wouldn't know much about them honeymoons. <laughs> but you know, I'm going to assume that that's a good spot. So hopefully they're having a great time.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, how's your week been going?
1: You know, it's Wednesday here. You know, I can't really complain. I mean, getting ready for summer vacation here as a teacher. Oh, we got yeah. like you know thirty something days left. So counting those days down. Counting them down. That's right.
0: Which reminds me, I gotta get to my schools that I serve as vending machines and like do them one last go around. You
1: definitely should here.
0: <laughs> but enough with the small talk. Let's talk about what we're drinking today. And this is this is also a first for the Split Six Podcast uh joe over here is not a fan of beer
1: that is very true no good beer in the world
0: (laughs) uh well if you look up on my walls we would disagree considering every single one of these is a beer
1: (laughs) well we're gonna be putting a new one up on the wall here in a minute
0: so joe
1: what are we drinking we are drinking something nick chose out just for me that's right
0: jack daniels black jack cola yep uh looks like it's gonna be like a jack and coke is what i'm expecting uh 4.8%, kind of lower than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yes, uh, well, I guess we'll just slam all three here in the next 40 (laughs) minutes and find out what happens.
0: (laughs) Actually, it's an hour and a half podcast. Oh, well, (laughs) slow and steady wins the race then. Well, let's open them up. Oh, and they are twist-offs, actually, but feel free to use your bottle opener.
1: Twist-off it is.
0: Uh, Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. It, it t- t- tastes like a Jack and Coke. It tastes like, like a exactly. jack and Coke. exactly. Will this do for you? This will suffice. <laughs> now, what is your problem with beer? Have you do you just never like that? I have
1: never liked beer from the very beginning times in high school to college and uh-huh. just can't get into it, you know? And it's really sad because all the friends you know that I hang out with love all these craft brews and everything like that. Never right. been able to like go down to green dot and just have a mixy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've always been a, a rum, and, rum and coke guy. Well, that, think. yeah, that's drink, a, yeah, right? that's
1: standard at Benny's, so, mm-hmm. you know. What's your just, favorite liquor? Uh whiskey. Whiskey's my favorite. Heck yeah. But uh rum and cokes every Thursday.
0: I think if if I didn't have such a good relationship with vodka in my youth, uh whiskey would be my favorite, but gotta shout out to the vodka. Vodka. There you go. That that's a that's just my drink. There you go. But uh, this beer or this not what would, beer. What would you call it? Just a mixed drink in a bottle um yeah
1: uh, we're gonna call it a country cocktail <laughs> a
0: country cocktail Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> first country cocktail on the podcast oh it's only 10 fluid ounces that kind of sucks yeah Short i noticed so it was too. a little small here well no worries it tastes good um nice to switch things up here you know i was craving oh i had this i had this um green zebra beer by founders today there you go melissa wanted it oh man and it's so sour is it? Yeah, it's watermelon with sea salt. Is
1: there any left, or no? It's gone. No,
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I wish you liked beer. Maybe
1: one day we'll get you to try some beer. I mean, you can get me to try it. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna make that. Phase. You kind of
0: just gotta force yourself through it for like a year, right? So why would you force yourself through anything? I mean, someone told me that the other day, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, you're got a, you got a point. <laughs> I think it was Mitchell because Mitchell hates IPAs. <laughs> Fear number one, sport. All right, well, let's get into the nitty-gritty. The championship season is here. Uh, We are in the conference finals for the basketball, uh, the NBA, and for the NHL. Uh, Well, I think let's start off with the NHL because we both know less about that.
2: That is very true. (laughs)
0: Um, So... Alex Ovechkin is facing off against uh, Steve Eiserman's Lightning over yes. there yeah. on the east. And they took, is it still a 2-1? or the, the It's
1: 2-1 and all games have been won by the away team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So home, home ice advantage seems non-existent right now yeah. on that side. So that's the east, right?
0: Right. And it was just like that for Winnipeg and Nashville yeah. uh, last round too. Right. So. But uh, Alex Ovechkin, they've, this seems like his best chance. He's never been to the finals, right?
1: No. Uh, they've uh, never made the finals, and he finally beat Crosby, too. He had never mm-hmm. beaten C- Crosby in the Olympics or the playoff series. So it's kind of like the Capitals. It's got to do it this year. It's yeah. got to be this year.
0: I am so hoping they choke because I just don't like Alex Ovechkin for some reason.
1: I. Uh, a lot of your viewers may not like this, but I'm kind of a Crosby fan. So, <laughs> yeah, I've always never liked Ovechkin and Washington sports. You know how they are. They just choke when it matters. Yep. Nationals, Wizards, So, do you,
0: do you think they're going to choke for this one?
1: Well, you know, it's always hard to define a choke, in my opinion, because I think to me, wins. I wouldn't say they're the favorite, though. I would say, yeah. to me, Tampa Bay is the better team. I, so, I, I don't know if I can say they're really choking by not winning, but I would say they're not going to win
0: i think taking a 2-0 lead when you play your first two games away and if you don't win the series after that that's kind of a choke job
1: that that kind of is your when you put it that <laughs> way it, yeah and you
0: have the best player in yeah. the series
1: too yeah you could well stam Coast is a solid hockey player but i yeah i could definitely agree with that i mean you would hope that if they lose the next game at their home arena and then, oh, then, then then the pressure's then, then, going to be yeah, on. Yeah, the pressure's on because like, <laughs> you just
0: messed it up. Like You had the 2-0 lead, and it's over. And you don't win game sevens in uh, uh, Washington down there. No, no, you don't, <laughs> no. So that
1: is interesting going on right there. I yeah. mean, And there's been some dirty hits I saw on uh, ESPN, too. Mm-hmm. Some cheap shots going on, so you see what happens there.
0: Uh, ap- for some reason, after the first round of both basketball and hockey, I kind of tuned out a little bit. I don't know why. first round was so great for me, but then the second round, I'm like not into it. Now I'm getting back into it, but I have not watched one of the hockey games yet. Yeah, I catch it when
1: I'm just changing channels or in between the basketball games, to be honest. That's really when yeah. I... Yeah,
0: basketball, you know, I mean, I, I we'll, we'll get to basketball. Uh, but on the other side, in the West, we got the Winnipeg Jets um, against... Uh, who, who the fuck are they play? Las Vegas. Las Vegas, that's right. The Golden Knights' greatest story in sports. Someone I'm also rooting against because oh, you are. Ravens get better draft picks if the Vegas Knights oh, do bad. Well,
1: I guess that's. Uh,
0: I know it's not by much, but
1: everything everything helps. I'm I'm definitely not on the Canadian side here, so I'm rooting hard for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just Jets, no interest in Winnipeg. <laughs> Jets, Let's be Jets are like a new team, right? Or, or well, they're an old team. Then they right. disappeared, but yes, they're relatively new. I well, think. Probably,
0: what, three years? I think it's been I only three something years. Something like that. They took over from Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. Or they expanded. No, they just... They moved. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I don't know much about the Jets at all, or to be honest, I don't know much about Vegas at all. I just know that Vegas' is first year in the league, Jets, one of their first years in the league. Kind of yeah. unfair that they're yeah. there, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I just... Vegas, man, it's just a story. I mean, they mm-hmm. had... Figuring out who they were going to draft or whatever from every team, and then trying to figure out how much money they want to have in salary cap space and how it's all worked out—it's kind of been unreal. Right. When you think about it.
0: No, yeah, like it is the most under-talked about story in sports. Like, you know, now it's starting but, to get some traction. But.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they make the finals, I think maybe it will get a little more. But let's be honest,
0: it's hockey, right? <laughs> Do they even? Who's their? St- I not couldn't even tell you a single player on the team besides Tatar because we traded him there. Ah, well, definitely got no Flurry, former Penguin oh, goalkeeper. Him, yeah. He's won some, what, probably two championships. Yeah, it's, only it's one he, as a starter, I think. He's though. probably doing pretty well, huh? Yeah,
1: I think he. And then they have uh, James Neal. He played on the Whalers, Plymouth Whalers back oh, cool. in the day.
0: Yeah, Plymouth Whalers. Now they're the Flint, Flint something, Flint fireballs or something. I don't know. Flint poison water. <laughs> going to say Flint <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, all right. So you're on the Golden Knights bandwagon team. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't tell you a bandwagon fan,
1: but oh no, I think you can clearly define no. it as a bandwagon, <laughs> Nicky.
0: I mean, I don't have any skin in the game at well, all. Well, are you but. rooting for the Golden Knights or are you rooting against the Canadian team? <sighs> that
1: is a tough one, but I would say I'm rooting more against the Canadian team, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people don't want the Canadian teams to win. I don't know why.
1: Because I mean USA USA right? You know it's that American pride. You know Mm I always tell Paul if he's listening, Canada (laughs) will never win another Stanley Cup in my lifetime. (laughs) So for that to happen, can't win.
0: I think Winnipeg is probably the least favorite, right? Out of all the teams left.
1: Uh, I mean, for my hockey knowledge, yeah, I would understand that is to be correct.
0: You know, Alex Ovechkin, Washington.
1: I mean. I and guess who, the, who do you want to win on the other side? If we go back real quickly, to the Capitals Lightning. You're rooting the Lightning, I want the I Lightning assume. to win it all. And then oh, so Lightning is your team.
0: Yeah, and, and it's not like by a wide margin. Right. It's more like I don't want Ovechkin to win. I and don't, don't want, want the Golden Knights to win. And, and I don't want a Canadian team to win. Just cause, process you know, of elimination. Right. Smart man. <laughs> and you know Steve Eiserman is the GM down there in Tampa Bay. I yeah. think feel like the more he if he gets enough championships there. Maybe he will eventually come to the Red Wings because
1: oh, he is it's too good. He's done too good well down there.
0: Why would you want to leave? Because you've already won five championships, and you want to give one back to your, <laughs> your, your birthplace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the Red Wings are thinking with Ken Holland. Uh, they're not thinking. You know, it's the state of Detroit sports right now. We're all, we're all in bad shape.
1: Illich, Illich dies, and then we decide to stop trying to win. Yeah. Is that really the strategy?
0: Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. I just even worse with the Pistons, but
1: yeah. Well, NBA drafts, something to talk about, but I mean, I don't know the Pistons. Pistons for don't even have a first round pick.
0: Yeah, and we, for the, oh, let's transfer into basketball. The lottery was last night, um, and all I could hear on talk radio was about the Pistons' odds to make the lottery, and which was stupid because they had like a one percent chance. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> and we didn't get it, so we don't have a pick. So. We also don't have a GM, don't have a coach. On the bright side, though, you sent Luke
1: Kennard to look stupid on Twitter if you saw his faces, he was making at the lottery. I, I did. It. <laughs> you haven't? No. Oh, my God. Well, that's something to look up. I'll have of to all people that. to send, Luke Kennard.
0: Yeah, we signed, send the Luke Kennard, who we took instead of a franchise-changing player in Donovan Mitchell, who worked out flawlessly for us. And I think in our hearts we knew he was a better player, but Luke Kennard filled the role. That we thought we could Yeah, well, see,
1: basketball at. is one of the tough things. You know, you talk about NFL and everything. It's do you take the best player available? You know, they always talk about that. Or do you take someone who fits your team?
0: I think and with I basketball, just, you have to take the best player I
1: think a basketball would be simple. You take the best player available. Yeah,
0: because there's only five that start, you know. And if you can get one that's better. Like, yeah, no, even no matter what. Because you can trade, you right. can trade well, shit away. The
1: good teams take the best player available. The, I pist- can- the Pistons don't. My Timberwolves leaving Steph Curry and, st- and taking two other bums. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, you know,
0: best player available. At least your Timberwolves have a, f- have a future.
1: You, we, well, not with Andrew Wiggins. Right now we don't, but yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you got players there that players yeah. will come to.
1: Well, yeah, it's just our contract situation here. I mean, that's the problem. We're going to uh-huh. have three people on max deals. You have Wiggins, B- Butlers. Butlers, and you're going to have Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Um, Wig- um, Wiggins isn't that good?
1: I mean, he just hasn't reached his potential. Doesn't you know? Mm, he's guy, still young. Still young, but look what people like Donovan Mitchell come in and do. You know, the young players, yeah, well, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on Boston. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, he's like twenty-two, but when he's making a max salary, if you have three people on max salaries, I mean, you can't. Find people around them.
0: Yeah, we got that right now. Right, because I mean that's the Pistons' it. problem, and all all our three are worse than all your three. So, we're, we're <laughs> but, even but more you're screwed. in the East.
1: But you're in which? That's true. You think is good now, but if Boston's going to be legit for the next ten years, Boston, and 76ers, yeah, I mean that it, it seems like it's getting a little more balanced. I mean, I, the the depth is clearly the West, but mm. honestly. It's going to be hard to win over in the East with those two teams being so good. I mean, right. you may get a fourth or fifth seed, but right. you're, not, you're not going to touch either of those teams.
0: I can't wait. I mean, honestly, the NBA right now, we'll talk about matchups, but I think it's a foregone conclusion, like I've been saying, the entire year. Um, but maybe there's looks like there might be a shakeup. But once Boston gets next year, is what I'm looking forward to when they have Hayward and Kyrie back. And. That that matchup against Golden State in the finals would be, I really want to see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just gonna have to see how it all plays out. But right now, unless Houston does something a little different, if they go down o two, it's I mean, they, I I think they'll get swept. Yeah. I mean, but that's, did,
0: did you watch that game? I wa- I watched the like that the, the second half of that game. Oh, that.
1: I I watched the entire game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's must see TV right now. If you're talking yeah. NBA, I mean, Durant, both matches. Man. I mean, that's why they brought him in. I mean, because if Curry's having an off game or his mm-hmm. average or Klay Thompson's average, I mean, he's the ultimate offensive machine. I mean, he right. shoots over is, 50%. No one he, can – he can shoot over anybody. Mm-hmm. They're just – I mean, they're just really untouchable when they're on
0: fire. Probably, I'd, I'd say, like, almost 100% the second best player in the league. I don't know if uh, that's that. I mean, in-
1: Durant himself or – you're, I
0: mean, after LeBron, I'd rather, I'd, after LeBron, I'd have Durant.
1: I mean, yeah, you get into all those hypotheticals and stuff like that, but it'd be very hard ar- to argue against it. Yeah, I do not even
0: know who you would argue.
1: Like, I mean, well, not this year, clearly. I mean, I think you, last year or so, you could, have, you could argue that... Andre Kawhi, Drummond? Andre Drummond. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, when he's I, healthy, is a two-way player. Yeah. I mean, defensively, mm-hmm. what he can do, offensively. I mean, obviously Russell Westbrook's always up there, but he's just not efficient enough. Yeah. And right. then but and well, last year James Harden lost the MVP, but what his numbers were insane if you look at. Right. I mean,
0: something about James Harden that makes me mad and I really don't like him.
1: You know what it makes me mad about him, but it's just unbelievable is when you watch him on TV, he seems to move like his moves to me seem slow. Like you ever uh-huh. notice that? Like his little crossovers and little yeah. dribbles. They're slow, and I think – I don't know if that's on purpose to like make P- see what the other person's going to do because mm-hmm. he gets fouled so much. I mean, and they went so – you watch the game. They went so much isolation there, just right. him at top, at the top of the key, mm-hmm. basically just working.
0: And he still hit like
1: every time. Yeah, I mean, he's dropped 40-something points. He was unguardable for a little while. Right. It's like, what the yeah, hell? It's
0: kind of crazy that James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka – Didn't win a championship together.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they would have stayed together, they they definitely would have won. Yeah, I mean, Harden coming off the bench, and I mean, then he really fully developed when he left Mm -hmm. because he he clearly needs the ball in his hands. But yeah, that team. I mean, we also forget before Durant went to Golden State, which is debatable. Whatever you want to say about it, but. They were up three-one on the Warriors, right? I know. I mean, and they collapsed. I mean, and that happens in sports. And then but... Clay
0: Thompson shot them in like single-handedly won a game.
1: Well, Clay, and then Durant and Westbrook just couldn't quite close the deal. I mean, yeah, it t- you, that you was know, like they that... say it takes three to win nowadays with a championship. I yeah. mean, they only had two.
0: They might take four to be honest, because I mean, Golden State's got that well, big four.
1: Yeah, I, they have they have four and big I four mean, they and just... then,
0: like a great bench.
1: Well, they, yeah. I mean, they have a big bench. He's Livingston's tall. Yeah. Iguodala's tall, which is the problem with Iguodala's LeBron. a
0: final MVP. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's the problem with LeBron when he goes up against them. They can throw so many people. They can put Durant mm-hmm. on him. They can put Iguodala on him. They can put Draymond on him. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many people, you know.
0: And LeBron, is, LeBron will still, I mean. He'll right.
1: still get his 40, but they may not win. Yeah. He doesn't have that Kyrie Irving anymore.
0: So, as we were saying, on the West side, you are sure you know, Rockets, Golden State Warriors. Golden State beat them pretty convincingly in Game One, uh, though it was tied at halftime, and though it seemed like both teams were just going back and forth at it, but just you got those shooters over there at Golden State, and when Curry's not shooting his threes, he's gonna hit you up inside because he can he can get in there, and once he's get close to the basket, it's going in.
1: Yeah, well, Curry is in some ways the most important player on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Durant right now with with, you know, Curry's ankle injuries has kind of taken over a little bit. But uh, Curry completely spreads the floor for him. I mean, when his when you're know when you worried that he can shoot from 30, yeah. 30 feet out there, it spreads the whole floor and just creates everything for him. Right. And, I mean, I watched that game with Houston, and it's kind of the same thing if you watch the Boston-Cleveland game last night.
0: Watched the, the end of it.
1: Uh, you watched the end. Well, LeBron dropped, like, 22 in the mm-hmm. first quarter, and they were only up by, like, three. Yeah. You know, and it becomes, like... Can he withstand, can he keep doing that to keep him in the game? And that's like how it is with Harden. You know, he was doing great, but it's like, who do I trust to last longer? Golden State or James Harden?
0: I mean, yeah, because Golden State's just got, like, because if if Curry's off, then there's still Klay Thompson, who is probably one of the most underrated players in the league. Like, I think he's like, he's for sure top ten, and I don't think people think that.
1: No, Uh, I mean, when you're surrounded by that talent, it's always hard, you know. If he got to shoot 25 times a game, he'd be putting up (laughs) crazy numbers.
0: I can't wait for him to go to another team and like oh. instantly, instantly make them contenders.
1: See, yeah, I mean it'll be interesting when that that group finally breaks up. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm interested in what Draymond will do. Realistically, yeah. because he to me, I don't really like him, but I respect what he does. Right. He is like the perfect m- mold for that team. Plays mm-hmm. tough defense. He can pass as a big, and he threes. can just score just enough that he's a threat. Yeah. You know, like that he plays his role perfectly.
0: He's not afraid perfectly. to will threes
1: either. He'll- no, he'll, ch- he'll chuck them up and he can make some. But, like, being able to be a big man who can pass when you're surrounded by shooters, he can dribble the ball just enough. Yeah. You know, like he's the perfect mold for being surrounded by that team. I'd be interested if he was, like, the number one or number two option, mm-hmm. what numbers he would really put up.
0: Right. Whoever built that team, I mean, even before they got Durant because – Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Durant was like kind of like a, just a kind of oh an he was un- icing on icing gift. on the cake, you icing know? on the like, cake. You have a team that's been in the championship twice in a row, and then you get the best available player. <laughs> so oh yeah, I don't know how I don't know how those salaries work, but
1: well, I mean, of the endorsement, cap. yeah, right. Endorsement deals have helped. You know that they mm-hmm. don't. The players make so much money outside of basketball, right. And then of course, as you know, I mean, play that luxury tax. But when your I mean, team, it's
0: worth it for them because they're making so much money from being this successful.
1: Right, exactly. It produces and everything. Nationwide fans. Right, exactly. I mean, half, the,
0: half the nation doesn't know who the Pistons are right now.
1: No, and I mean, certain you know owners and stuff aren't willing to spend the luxury tax, but mm. if enough teams are, what's it do? It just boosts everybody's revenue. Right. I mean, the NBA makes more money. That means their franchises are worth more. It works out for everybody and oh, works out for the owners in the <laughs> long run.
0: Right, and now <laughs> it's like... I mean, we're, we'll talk about the sports betting being legal oh, a little boy. later, but once they get their like fee from that, oh, everyone's going to be paying the luxury tax. They're gonna, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I they mean, should just get rid of the salary cap. To be honest, it doesn't. It's not even going to matter. <laughs> yeah, or make I, it a hard cap and raise right. it and make it a hard cap. What they should yeah, do, actually. I,
1: I see. For the NBA, I don't think they want a hard cap these days because they're just right now their brand is the most successful yeah. out of any sporting. I mean, right. the NFL may make the most money still, but recognizable worldwide, I think, I mean, the yeah. NBA is by far ahead.
0: And a lot of it's be- probably because of the super team era.
1: The super team era, I mean, just...
0: Like, it's it, the NBA started getting really good again when LeBron went to Miami, and that's what started the super team. Maybe a little before that was Boston.
1: Yeah, I mean, but there's always been kind of super teams, it's just with free agency, you're right, creating that. Mm. But I think really what it is is... The young players in the NBA have just become so recognizable. And, I mean, even people mm-hmm. who have been around a while. But, I mean, you go anywhere. If you mention the name Kyrie, Curry. I mean, people yeah. just know who they are. Like, if they walked in the mall, everybody right. would know.
0: I, mean, I think the true test is, can my girlfriend name more than three players in the NBA? And I think right now she can. Yeah. And I don't know if she can do that for football.
1: Yeah, I mean the quarterbacks and stuff help, but I mean right, I don't know, just recognizable. Like when you just think of like who would you say the most popular person besides maybe Tom Brady is in the NFL? Can you even name like who you would think? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, right. And if Aaron Rodgers walked in an average spot, I feel like you may not, <laughs> most well, he's people got all those commercials now. Right, that's true. A lot of the packages. But I mean guys even after do. that, who?
0: Right, I mean, maybe I maybe n- Odell
1: Beckham I mean, maybe Yeah, I don't know I right. mean, but like M-
0: Right, maybe
1: Zeke Elliott? I mean, who are you going to even <laughs> no, name? No, definitely not I mean, like, well, who are you going to name? I mean, I'm just I am thinking mean, Cowboys it's like
0: Honestly, it's probably like Russell Wilson I don't know
1: Right, and so, so I can name those two Right, and I mean, obviously China is huge in the NBA But I'm just talking even in general I mean, I teach over in Dearborn mm-hmm. And all my kids, man You'd be shocked but, I mean, they all love soccer, obviously. They're from yeah. Yemen. But mm-hmm. by far, basketball is the second favorite sport. I mean, they can just name player after player. They'd right. know if they walked in the gym. I feel like I could bring in tons of NFL <laughs> players and they, they wouldn't even right. know.
0: Right, or imagine tons of baseball players. Oh, yeah. Or, I, or even worse, tons of hockey players. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: obviously, there's always outliers. But I'm just saying in general, you know, if somebody walked into mm-hmm. a place, you know, obviously we would know who Odell Beckham or some of these guys are, but... I don't yeah, I mean, know. Man. If we
0: didn't know fantasy football, though, I don't know if I could name any players besides like the quarterbacks. Right. And, I mean, and everyone, every single person, and the just Lions.
1: so that that star talent has made just the NBA worth right. so much yeah, money. Yeah,
0: it's probably because there's only five people that start too. So it's like you don't have to, like, right? You don't I mean, have to have helps. all these individual like positions to account for. You know,
1: that's yeah, that's definitely true.
0: The NBA is killing it, and I mean the only problem I have. All right, so uh, on the East we got Boston. Yeah. Boston versus uh Cleveland and if you as as we said Cleveland's down 2-0. Oof. It looks like somehow Brad Stevens is going to pull this off. I mean, I don't know. I'd still give I still am predicting Cleveland wins this series.
1: Well, that's a bold take. That's and, a hot take right there, Nick.
0: And it's just cuz of LeBron James. He's <sighs> ever since I've got back into basketball, he has not been in the NBA finals and I'm not going to bet against him yet.
1: I, and I mean, I'm hoping to be honest he makes it one more year here, but mm. honestly that game last night, I'm not going to say it was must win, but it was huge. Yeah, I mean, I mean this because, next one for sure. Yeah, is. now I These mean next two are. It's just Boston, they 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 work hard, they're young, they're athletic. They play just enough, they play some hard defense. I mean that they have I don't con- know
0: how they I don't I don't understand Boston. It feels like the the old fashioned Pistons. They, I mean, the Pistons. You
1: know, I mean, they have as you know, coaches in some ways always get a lot more credit than than some people think they should get or they don't mm. get enough. But he seems to put people in a place to succeed. Yeah, I mean, defensively, I mean, I mean, think about they're starting you know five. You know, you throw Tatum out there; he's a kind of long, tall guy. Tatum's just a rookie, like Jalen Brown, third but, overall. But pick then he, you have people. Marcus Smart is a very good defender. Al Horford's been underrated defensively. Yeah, and he can.
0: Horford's like their best player.
1: Oh well, he can body Kevin right Love now. every play. It looks like so yeah. unless Thompson's guarding him, I mean he seems like an automatic basket. So yeah,
0: classic Pistons Marcus Morris out there.
1: Yeah, he can. He's got doing his best on LeBron. I mean LeBron ripped him in the first quarter, but mm-hmm.
0: yeah, um, that's the thing with Cleveland is they have LeBron James and yeah, and I mean Kevin Love, but
1: well, and see that's the problem Kevin is Kevin Love's overrated. I mean, uh oh, you, oh, you know, he's, he's a Minnesota he's, he's, boy. He's so I. the Wolves, huh? Yeah, I mean, I try to give him props, but, you know, there is some truth to putting up numbers on a bad team. But mm. he, he plays such a different role now. I mean, he's asked as a center almost, power forward, to stand at the three-point line. Yeah. I mean, it's just so different. But they just don't have – I mean, think about it. I saw the other day on ESPN that, like, the three people they traded for, so it was, like, Larry Nance, Jordan Clarkson, who didn't, like, even play. And Rodney Hood scored five points.
0: Wow. I mean, everyone was uh, loving that trade too at first. Well, it
1: worked. Yeah, right. Well, when you don't face people who are any good or who are trying <laughs> it. But, but, you know, think about it. I mean, people complain LeBron doesn't have enough help, and that's all for debate. Mm-hmm. But someone else does got to score a little bit. Kyle Corver at age 37 cannot be your next go to score. Right, yeah. And plan to win. I mean, don't you figure whoever comes out of the West, most likely Golden State? is going to win
0: yeah um i for sure i mean i I don't think anyone besides golden state had a chance to win this entire year
1: right you you would have placed the bet for them to win right away yeah i don't know
0: i would have i would have bet probably an absurd absurd amount of money right away i mean i know everyone was afraid of houston but they
1: well see and that's the sad part to me is like if we're assuming that golden state's gonna win in four or five games in the finals yeah I'm worried that they're about to beat Houston in four or five games, and it's yeah. not even going to be fun. I
0: know it's like everyone was waiting for this series, right?
1: But... Well, but we're going to find out tonight. But I'm I'm concerned. I'm 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 about a eight or nine on the worry chart here for Houston.
0: Right. I mean, and that's that speaks to the greatness of the NBA right now. Is like it's yeah. basically been a foregone conclusion, and it's never been more popular.
1: Right. That's true. Well, and I, you know, another thing I love is you know, I mean, making. Uh, quotes and stuff for everyone uh, you know read about and talk about but mm. the uh, gm for the rockets just saying that like we built our team with the mindset to beat golden state yeah, you like did you know it, you i did mean it wrong w- well maybe he did it wrong maybe he didn't we'll find out but you know at least you know someone has the cojones you know to say that yeah because like, i mean right. th- you know that's everyone's it's like everyone in waiting for free agency for lebron right no one's gonna say that we basically we're freeing up space we're doing all this praying for lebron <laughs> Like you know,
0: the Pistons are building their team to be contenders for the sixth seed of the
2: East, right? Like that's their like max, We're, right? <laughs> Whereas
1: you know he is basically he's gone on the record saying, "We, we developed this team mm-hmm. with one mindset they to need, beat to beat Golden State."
0: They need one more player in Houston. I think. I mean, I guess it's not over. Houston no. has the best had the best record in the NBA. Yes. Yeah. And they played in the West too, so that's something. Yeah. But. Golden State's
1: got four. Golden State has playoff experience, mm-hmm. championship mentality.
0: Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green,
1: and they got Mike Tony coaching Houston. Who, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about kinda, what your thoughts on him are. Kind of reminds me
0: of an idiot. kind of like, does, but like he, when he's like an offensive did, mastermind. Did you see that the interview during the game like that, mm-hmm. yesterday or last time they played? What, what, what were you talking uh, he, about? Like you know, they had like the interview. Yeah, at the oh yeah, yeah, or yeah. Something mm-hmm. or, like, at the end in of the between the quarters, quarters right? And he was like we're down by like five. He's like, yeah, well, I think we still got a chance. I'm like, okay, that kind of sounds like you're giving up already. You're down by five. Yeah. I think you have some confidence. Yeah. I mean, we're hanging in there. We got a
1: chance. He's no, he's no Greg Popovich with the quotes. That's (laughs) for sure.
0: I mean, and Steve Kerr has the easiest job in America. Honestly.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Yes, he does. And in other ways, I mean, I, it's hard to say. I, Obviously, having those talents, everyone's like, "Well, I could coach them." I think you, know,
0: you legitimately could at least get them to where they are right now. Maybe you, maybe the Rockets could beat them, but you could just let see, them coach there's, themselves. There's right, but there's two things that I guess I always consider
1: coaches that they got to do. One, it's 82 games in the season, mm-hmm. keeping them motivated, right? You know, keep you know because they struggled somewhat, and that's why they probably didn't have the best record. Right. I because mean, it's hard just... to stay motivated because they're like, we're just waiting for the playoffs, right? But the other thing that I, you know he does is their locker room. It's got some people in it with some hotheads. Draymond Green, you know, will snap at any moment. Kevin Durant, Westbrook, people have had issues with. You know, they kind of got this, not bad boy, because they're not really bad boys, but, you know, they got, like, a cocky attitude. Yeah. He's got to put that in check. Even Curry, you know, talking smack. So he's, he's done well managing all of that. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, a little yeah, Zen that's master. That's basically his job is to right.
0: keep the team together. Right. And, like, I mean, let them let, just go play, go play basketball. Right. It's, like, it's, he took Kevin Durant out uh the game on mm-hmm. on monday and then you know houston gets really back in real quick cause he's like it's like Tran was out for like a minute he's like okay just go back in yeah i mean
1: <laughs> i don't think it's very hard for him to choose his starting five right he's, he's not changing a whole lot the question
0: out. is hoofed is zaza Patrulia still on the team is he still starting
1: no he's not do starting
0: they, do they even start a fifth person do they need to mm, yeah <laughs> right exactly throwing
1: four out there Zaza would only come out there if it was like LeBron out there to throw out his cheap shots or something or another. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah,
1: um, so Golden State. So, are we going on the record here? Do you have Golden State winning tonight? Are you saying they I got win Golden tonight?
0: State winning tonight. I got Golden State probably, I guess I'll say five.
1: So, you're assuming Houston wins then in Golden Eight. State?
0: Yeah. Now, you know what? Fuck it. I'm saying a sweep. Give, give me the brooms. All
1: i right. right. I'm, I'm on the record that Houston wins tonight.
0: Okay, and I'm on the record that uh, LeBron wins in seven. Yeah, and I that's don't and like... I don't say Cleveland. I say LeBron because that's, that <laughs> because is Cleveland. That's, that is the and team. I mean, Golden State probably sweeps the fuck out of Cleveland. <laughs> I, I say LeBron
1: gets at least one if he makes it on Golden State.
0: Okay, well, we're almost out of time. But before we have to get to Matt Patricia and the Lions head coach. Uh, some a past indictment. The arrest was yeah. revealed to the public um, this last week where he was charged, or not charged, is that the right word?
1: A grand jury did
0: indict him. On charges um, of charges sexual from, assault.
1: Right, 20, was it, 20 some years ago? Or 22 years ago. 22 years ago. 1996. So they had enough evidence at that time, whatever that may be, to indict him, mm-hmm. but then she never chose to show up to court, and so once basically that went away, so did the indictment, and it went off his record because the yeah. lions did have to do like a background check but right i read that most nfl teams only do it for six years right your previous yeah, so i mean
0: and nothing you know came of it and but i don't know it's fucked up i i i've been trying to like reconcile my head right, how yeah, to think I, about it right so i it's asked gonna, you. it's still gonna follow him now which like if the lions have any success that's gonna be brought up during broadcast probably
1: yeah i mean <sighs> These are some of the just the hardest things to you know talk about because there's no winning yeah. situation, you know. He claims he's innocent, and until you basically hear otherwise, and unless the woman, she's um, now talks about it, mm. it's so hard to gather an opinion right. because it's like, do you want to be that guy who says, well, he's innocent and nothing happened, and then it comes out somehow that something did, and then you look yeah. like a total like asshole. People,
0: people want to say innocent till proven guilty. Like, okay, Correct. legally, I agree with you that, but like. Harvey Weinstein's not innocent, right? I don't Court think of that public opinion, right? Like you can still be guilty without being legally guilty, right? That but, is,
1: but at the same time, should he, with the allegation that came out, should the Lions really have fired him over something like this that you can prove? I don't know. Beer number Probably two, not.
0: entertainment. Yeah, just just finishing up that discussion. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but if the, if, what I would have said to my friends is. If the girl comes out and, like, says, like, stuff, like, what describes what happened, I would probably have a tendency to believe her, especially because at the time she didn't... As long as she's not, like, trying to get money out of him or anything. Yeah. You know, cause what, she has less reason to lie than Matt Patricia does. Right. And it's been... It's like a... They did a scientific study where a very low percentage of women lie about this stuff. Especially if, at that time when he's not even a famous person yet.
1: Right. I mean, I mean... But Sad what probably part, happened
0: was that they were drunk and he probably took advantage of her. Um, and I mean, that, that's what made my guess, but I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna even jump there. I don't want to go there,
1: right? It's just so hard, as you said, because unless you, I mean, who knows what evidence they had 22 years ago, we don't have any record of that. Right. I mean, it's just, and as you know, it's so hard to convict people of stuff like that, you know, because it's like one word just, versus another, right. and it's just, I mean, it's just a horrible situation in general, and of course, as you said. He finally gets his head coaching shot, and now it's going to be basically a cloud over him. And it, atta- and it let's face it, I mean, true, not true, whatever, it, it attacked his integrity as a man. Right. I mean, like, I mean, and so...
0: You know, now I got the Lions going to the Super Bowl this year, and I've said it over and over again.
1: Well, and I, I, I'm pretty sure you're on the records from somebody saying they have the best coach in the NFL, so... Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: It's like, Me Too Movement already took my favorite band. Please don't take my favorite sporting team. Right. Come on. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, that would be devastating for you. <laughs> right. I'd be like, what the fuck? You can join the Minnesota Vikings fan club.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> If I had to join another fan club, it'd be the miserable Indianapolis Colts, because I like Andrew Luck. Anyways, we got to move on to our next topic, which is entertainment, um, which is this, the topic we've been uh, a little little concerned about, because we don't know, really know what to talk about here, Joe.
1: Yeah, that is a serious uh, problem, but we're going to coast through it. I have no no concerns. So, no.
0: the first thing I have to do is I have to find this thing. So, give me one second, but... Um, so there's this viral video that's been going around. And okay. uh, what it is, I'm going to play it for you. <laughs> and you're going to tell me uh, what you hear, okay?
2: All
1: right. So it's it's up for debate then, basically?
0: Yes. Well, so wasn't that a few
1: years it? ago? What colors the dress or something? It's blue or white? Thing, but now it's audio. All right. Can you play it you're gonna play it through play, so uh, everyone can uh, hear?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna play it for everyone. Alright. Laurel. 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 So so what did you hear? Yammy. You heard yam- yammy? Yammy. <laughs> See? Isn't that crazy? Because it's Yanni versus Laurel. And I hear Laurel. You heard Laurel. Laurel. No. Laurel.
1: I literally hear "yami," Not yanny, <laughs> Yammy.
0: That's what Melissa hears too. And then at ninety seven one the ticket was doing its day and the three guys all heard Laurel. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That
1: is a cause for concern. Laurel. Laurel.
0: I'd see I Laurel.
1: That is crazy because my in my ears that sounds nothing like Laurel. I don't know how sound you hear laurel. that. Laurel. No. Laurel. Maybe this and, is why we and like you different hear, music. What do you hear? Yammy. <laughs> yeah, like Y-A-M-M-Y <laughs> is how
2: I would describe it.
0: That's so... It is so bizarre to me how this is a thing. I think I'm on something that says where it came from. Okay. why you hear Laurel or Yanny or Yammy, whatever, in that viral clip, explained, it comes down to how our brains pick up and interpret different frequencies. The audio versions of The Dress cleave the internet and likely your family, your friends, or your office, into bitter, bitterly divided camps on Tuesday. The Laurels versus the Yannies. I'm a Laurel. Team Laurel.
1: Hashtag Team Yanny.
0: <laughs> it began, as it does so often, with a viral cl- clip posted by a high school sc- schooler on Reddit, which blew up when Chloe Feldman, a YouTuber and a social media influence, influencer, added it to her Instagram story and then taken it to Twitter, asking, What do you hear, Yanny or Laurel? That should have settled it, because it's obviously Laurel. (laughs) But people out there are convinced for some reason that the weird robot voice is repeating Yanni. (laughs) Some people even claim an alternate between hearing Laurel and Yanni, or, strangest of all, hear both simultaneously. Some people even hear Geary or Gary or something in between. So what's going on here? The clip is playing around with frequency, and it depends on the range of frequencies listeners hear. There's just enough ambiguity... Oh, ambiguity... Get, uh, I don't know, I can't say that. Um, in the fairly low quality recording that some people are hearing it one way and some people are hearing it another. Brad Story, the Associate Department head of Head Speech, Language, and Hearing Sciences at Arizona State University told me. Um, also, this is from Vox.com. Humans typically pay attention to three different frequencies when they are listening to speech. Story said the lowest of the frequencies is absolute essential for the L's and R's. The consonants make up that make up laurel. So you don't hear any L. No, I don't hear a single L. Oh. So when you're listening to Laurel, the reason you get an L, R, and L is because of the movement of that third frequency. Here's the catch. The word Yanni or yammy, right? <laughs> the second frequency, has almost the exact same pattern as the L, R, L in Laurel, he added. One reason for the confusion is the poor quality of the recording. Typically, if you have a high quality recording and you're listening on a good device of some sort, you're not ever going to be confused by those. So if you're hearing Laurel, you're likely picking up on the lower frequency. If you're hearing Yanni, you're picking up on the higher frequency.
1: That is fascinating when you really isn't get it,
0: down to it. Right. Isn't that wild? I, mean, I woke up today and I was looking on Twitter and people were always tweeting about Laurel and Yanni. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, hopefully
1: one day on your podcast, Nick, you set the trend of a, <laughs> like a huge debate on something hey. like that.
0: We do high quality recordings here, that's right. yeah.
1: <laughs> it can be something else then that we uh, get going started and get going viral.
0: These mics aren't super expensive, but they aren't super cheap. My friend. there you go <laughs> <sighs> so yeah there's that that settles the debate. I hope you guys all have different opinions. would love to know which one did you hear, so let us know on our Facebook or on my Twitter at nileella um. But yeah, I just like me and Melissa were having this the uh, little fight this morning on what it said, because <laughs> yeah. she said just like you, she's like I don't hear Yanni, I hear Emmy.
1: Right. I mean <laughs> that's the truth. I mean it's kind of like anything else, I guess. How our brains react, and I mean mm. too much science behind it for me to understand. <laughs> picking up frequencies and brains figuring it out. I right.
0: Mean, well, what I was thinking, like you know how um, older people like in in their like fifties or whatnot, or I mean maybe even younger than that. Like there's high pitch frequencies I can't hear. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time I heard this like high pitch buzzing in my house, and like mm-hmm. my mom had didn't hear it. And I'm like, this is driving me mad. How do you not hear yeah. this? And I was thinking of something like, okay, so maybe I can't pick up those high French pre- frequencies, and which would make sense because you know I've been playing the drums my whole life and loud shit, you know. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure you haven't been dealing with that kind of brain or ear damage that I have. No. So. And, could make sense to me why you would hear the higher ones and i hear the lower
1: ones right that is that's not a bad theory to be honest Mm -hmm. i mean it's crazy to think about though with you know no generations grew up with headphones and all that since they were so young we're all gonna need hearing aids by the time we're about 50
0: especially ones where like they go directly into your ear like like the little earbuds
1: right granted we don't go to concerts you know people used to talk about going to concerts and then being deaf for like three days or whatever you I know.
0: Remember, I remember my first concert I went to, It was Lincoln Park, and uh, it was so loud it like scarred me a little bit. Like I was so scared to go to concerts after that. Like I put my hood up because I couldn't take it. I've never heard that loud of music before because I was only like ten or something.
1: Wow. Okay. And so, what year would you say you saw them? Just out of okay. curiosity, do you remember? Or what album were they playing? Do you? It was *Meteora*. It was *Meteora*. Oh wow.
0: So I wasn't ten. I was probably in middle school, which would have been like. Thirteen, fourteen,
1: right? Okay, and that's probably their greatest album, right?
0: I would say so. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, that's the one R. I R. know. Chester, right? That's right. Hate your
0: last name, but
1: R.I.P. Chester. <laughs> I'd love to tell you I know his last name, but that would be lying. So <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Um, yeah, so this is familiar with the dress debate. You, you know You're familiar with that one Yes right? yes Blue or white or whatever Which one right? did you see Gold or, gold or white or oh, blue and black
1: Oh yeah I definitely saw blue I believe Oh my god And I saw gold and white I'm pretty sure I saw blue <laughs> I would have to pull it up again Here, To be sure up. To be this, sure. This is, this is it the was entertainment like, section of the This uh, was like two years ago I believe dress But I'm pretty colors. sure I saw blue
0: Original Yeah so it's this one So this is it Let me see
1: yeah, that's definitely
0: blue. Oh my god, it's so weird because it's totally gold and white to me. <laughs> Let me hold that. It's, I mean,
1: I can slightly see maybe a little bit of gold, but honestly, it's, gold, it's a goldish black and the dress is for sure blue. I don't know if you look at it again, what you see, but that is for sure blue.
0: Okay, I can get the blue, especially if I tilt it like this, but it's nowhere close to black.
1: I mean, not black, black, but there's definitely black in there. It's definitely not like a gold, gold.
0: It just proves that we are all living unique lives and perceiving the worlds completely differently. And maybe, maybe that stems to some of the differences in opinions that people have.
1: Yeah, I, I mean,
0: absolutely. I mean, maybe what... We don't even know what the fuck is real. I'm sure... I am certain we are living in a computer animation.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: honestly... <laughs> I still remember being
1: half scarred watching that Jim Carrey movie. I don't even know what it's called, but the one where like he's like uh, he's living in that world and he thinks he's like the uh, Truman Show. I don't know the name, but he. I remember watching. I swear to God, we watched it at Emerson, but I could be wrong. Like there's just people acting. Right, right. right, His girlfriend is like acting or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like his father talks on the mic, and he like goes in the boat or whatever and breaks out the studio. Yeah. I mean that when you think about that, like. Is that me? I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> no, not. No. But, but, right. <laughs>
0: That's so far fetched. <laughs> right. But you know, when
1: your sense of reality and stuff, you know, you, yeah, s- you exactly. think about that for a little while.
0: I mean, your life is kind of your own. Like, a, I don't know. You're getting deep into a discussion. Like, I don't, there's no way to prove that it's not just you. The only thing you can right. prove is that, well, you have your own truth that you are something, you know?
1: Right, I mean, well, that's of course that's how our crazy conspiracy theories start. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you know it's hard to prove any sort of perception or reality.
0: Right, I mean, like imagine you are the only thing, and like this is all just your imagination. Right. And how lonely that is. Right, (laughs) or I mean,
1: just and movies are great at you know giving you those sort of ideas and stuff. I mean, that's how you you know because that's what great movies do make you think and sort of stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Even shit movies like you know Repo with Jude Law. (laughs) You know (laughs) you've never seen that. Oh, you haven't? Well. (laughs) He like I'm not gonna tell you all about it, but part of it is like their mind is like actually on a machine. Okay. And so I'm not gonna tell you all about it, but you know like alters your sense of reality.
0: Hey, well this brings into something I did want to talk about, like Westworld. You familiar with the concept of that show?
1: Honestly, no, I am not. But so inform me.
0: It takes place in the future. Okay. Like far in the future, where they have animatronic like human beings, kind of
1: artificial intelligence future like or? so they have robots that Ro- look, just robots that okay. look
0: exactly like humans and oh there we go. Stuff. so it's like super far in the future okay, okay and there's like this music park you go to where uh like you go into the wild west and everyone there is like a robot except for like you and like the other guests there so you can like kill them fuck them uh, do whatever you want to them so do
1: you have to get consent from a robot
0: or is this not is in that- Westworld? that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean and what what is this what's channels this
1: show on is oh this a, it's
0: this is an hbo show oh hbo <laughs> well there are no rules on hbo shows right. everybody knows that so then like the show basically right now what it's going through is asking the question is like okay do these robots that are perfectly capable of making decisions on their own and like mm-hmm. super form of a.i what is what, Basically, the question is: What is consciousness, and are these things making choices for their own, or is it a computer program?
1: Man, it sounds like a good show, actually.
0: Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you, but well, there's new season's it. going on, and this new latest episode had a lot of like it, a lot of similarities to like some of the second season of Lost. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch Lost? Uh,
1: no, but mm. it's something I maybe should do this summer. I mean, everyone <laughs> tells me to watch Game of Thrones, though during my summer break. So I got you to should figure watch out Game of Thrones. I, mean, I got to figure out which show to really watch.
0: I would say Game of Thrones because then you can experience the final season with everybody and it'll be culturally relevant. All um, right. All right. But Lost, you know, you can revisit it any time. Right. And the ending to Lost is, you know, I loved it and I always will. But
1: I, honestly, no spoiler alert here, but I honestly don't know how Lost ends. I know there's massive debate. Yeah. But I actually have no clue what really happens. Well,
0: if you ever watch it and you want to know the right thing that happens, the right interpretation, come to me. Because well, maybe I'll I have know. to take you up on that one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, Westworld's going great, everyone. You should be watching it if you aren't already.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, artificial intelligence, those sort of things. I mean, those movies and shows and stuff, I can definitely see being a little more popular and mm-hmm. really, I mean, just cool. It makes you think. Right. I mean, there was a great movie a couple of years ago, Ex Machina. Have the, you yeah, I love movie? that movie. I mean, the idea... I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but... Oh, it's
0: okay. We do spoil stuff for, on this
2: podcast. Right, okay. Just spoiler alert. I mean, just the idea it, that
1: the artificial intelligence, how he judged it, was basically, could it make the human fall in love with her? Yeah. I mean, what a fucking good idea <laughs> by that director.
0: Right. I think um, we already... You Because know in that um, movie, they talk about the, t- the Turing test, that was yep, called? Yeah. I think we actually already passed that. Really? Because all that is, is if... Um, you don't notice if you're talking to, a ro- or an artificial intelligence.
1: I mean, I watched the movie probably three or four, probably two, three years ago. So I would have to rewatch it. But yeah, there is some testing they do in that movie right. or whatever.
0: That the, the, the Turing the Turing test is just like some concept where, if an AI can pass as a human without right you without noticing.
1: you knowing, I guess I just I don't remember what testing they all did in that movie because there was some. Yeah, cool they were stuff. trying to pass
0: a more advanced version right. of that. Because they already right. passed that years ago. Right. In the movie, remember, they said, like, you're trying to pass a Turing test. She's like, no, we passed that years ago. Yeah. I mean, um, very but,
1: cool movie if you haven't seen it.
0: So what I heard was, like, we passed it aud- audibly. Mm-hmm. Like, we had an AI call, like, a bunch of different takeout places and place orders. Right. And it was, like, even had, like, ums and, like, delayed speeches yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And no one... Or they no no one noticed so we're getting close and it's kind of scary but
1: it is scary and on that and exciting to- and on that topic watching the news the other day I swear I saw that like I don't know if it was Domino's or one of the pizza companies was ha- was doing testing on like you calling in to order your food and having it being basically AI or a robot or whatever you want to call it oh but being on notice. the other end. Oh, being at okay. the other end, so then you don't even have, to, don't even have to waste time. Someone picking up the phone, yeah. You'll order through the basically an AI, or right. I don't even know how that works, but
0: I mean, I, mean, interesting I interesting idea. I have Alexa like all throughout my house, like Amazon Echo, and so I basically communicate with AI right. every single yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and you're is now. Yeah, right,
1: <laughs> and that's what they said in iRobot and look how that shit worked out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. You see those dogs that like Boston's making. Mm. Yeah, and have you seen Black Mirror? Uh, No, I haven't seen that. Well, I mean, Black—it's an anthology series, so Mm -hmm. you can watch any episode. Okay, I advise you to go home and watch the episode called Metalhead. All right, and it's basically those dogs just going fuck the world up oh my like killing God. people and like these dogs look like they're like on track to being capable at least of that right. Not that they will
1: i mean oh, that's i mean getting a whole nother debate what our police force and military who knows what intelligence and yeah stuff yeah. they
0: have you know <laughs> i know i know all right all right back to uh, entertainment i just got to talk about this for a second too new girl a show that i've watched since day one has finally ended
1: and how many seasons was that since i have not seen a single one
0: the seventh season
1: and give me what's the overall opinion on the show give me the hot take what do i need to know
0: all right so this story is basically this: these group of guys live in la and then they need a new roommate and the new roommate is zoe deschanel um jess you know Zoe deschanel yes yeah she pretty much plays like really animated goofy girl
1: like girl next door, goofy girl, no, like, or like, like silly.
0: I sing all the time. I'm a teacher. I don't really okay. know how to dress. All right, all right. Um, yeah, just really cute show. Beginning, beginning of the show through the first like, first like first two quarters of the show. T- I guess first half of the mm-hmm. show, um, is great. And some moments in it are truly hysterical and okay. not repeatable. Then it gets a little dull, and the ending. <laughs> I don't know. Last season was okay. Not it wasn't that great, to so be honest. So it was a
1: good conclusion to like kind of not keep it going. Would you yeah, say that yeah, like you don't want to ruin it. the ruin the moment like making right. it stretching it out.
0: Like if I was the last if the last episode as a standalone episode was not very good, but if you watch the entire show, you know, like like every show you got to kind of do callbacks to everything. Right. And uh I don't know. I the best thing about the show is how much you love the characters because each characters are so great
1: right right well i mean character development and how they grow together and change i mean that is kind of over seven seasons fascinating to watch
0: right and sad that it's over because it's you get it's i feel like it's rare for me to watch a show from the beginning or not like rather than jump jump in right. halfway through so what made you watch this show from the beginning just like it was hyped up in the beginning like because it was i you know i liked zoe deschanel Mhm. um i was right in the time when i was probably watching stuff on fox still because i don't right. watch shit on fox or like main network news anymore right okay um like abc fox or nbc i don't watch any shows okay. now so it's like the last show i was watching on that um and you know i don't know it just sounded funny it was funny it was hysterical one of the games they play in the show is called true american mm-hmm. it's a ridiculous stupid game and i actually played it once at one of my parties. Like. Rule of course or, you did. The only rule is the floor is lava, and you got to do like you got to say stuff like. So you guys think of a, something that relates two presidents together, like um, if I say George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, then you say cherry tree. tree, and then you get to advance through the. And it's stupid and it doesn't make sense, but it's fun. <laughs> you basically climb around and dr- get drunk as fuck. So there's, there's no, no real ending of winning then. It's never really explained in the show. We did it when we did it. We had like a castle because they say there's a castle. You have to drink from the castle, the, the king to win. Okay. So we set up like a line of shots.
1: Now is there a debate whether people agree with you know the word or phrase you come up with? You know, is it kind of like apples no, to apples? Everyone's or... drunk. Okay, so there's not much concept. Much no. more drinking and just the, laughing. The main thing
0: is the floor is lava. That's the big topic. It's Like life-size Candyland. Floor but lava, the, but the floor is lava. Got it. But yeah, so goodbye, new girl. Thank you for being part of our lives. Everyone should watch it because the beginning is quite hysterical.
1: All right. Well, another topic I know we we're you were gonna mention something about the Arctic Monkeys, something I am not a uh, yes. versed at. So give me the hot take on that.
0: <laughs> so they just came out their I believe sixth studio album. Wow. Uh, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. You you don't know, do you know any other songs? Oh, no, sure you know, no, like, no, no,
1: I know a couple songs. Okay. Uh, I just, I cannot say I've listened to an album start to finish. Yeah. I know some songs, though. I mean, I've heard of them. And you
0: know, honestly, I don't know how you would feel about this album. I think it's very underwhelming and not okay. Not what I was expecting, and I don't know yet. I mean, so I... Have you listened to it more than one time? i listened or just, to it uh, three times all the way through. Oh, okay. Uh, the song Four Out of Five, it's probably going to be their hit off of it. Mm-hmm. It's one of their best songs. It's great.
1: Okay, so they got, at least they got that going for them.
0: Yeah, but uh, the whole album is like very similar. Like every song sounds pretty the same, and I think that was intentional. And also, they like gave up writing choruses. Oh boy! Like there's there's no catchy choruses with it. And which so earlier in my podcast, um, another band I really like is Alt J. Mm-hmm. They came out with an album, and I really hated it at first. And it's Relaxer. But now I really love it. Okay. And I think once you listen to it enough, if you like the style, like, it'll you know, grow on you.
1: Which right. happens to albums.
0: But so for this Alex Turner, the lead singer, and like basically he is the Arctic Monkeys, he put down the guitar and just is all on piano now. And you know, hmm. there's just there's just no jamming songs on this album.
1: Right now, so was it a different artistic approach since he oh, yeah. basically went
0: piano? You can hear him wearing sunglasses in every single song while he was recording it it's like he's playing at a at like a cigar bar as uh brian uh nice and uh frequent on the podcast has said
1: okay right so i mean sometimes taking an artistic risk can be beneficial you know change the yeah. pace but sounds like you were not a fan of this change of pace you know, i'm
0: not and i'm hes- i'm only hesitant to completely uh deem the album unlistenable so do you uh, because, do you rate
1: albums out of stars or would we say out of five stars or do you want to go out of 10 what, what, <laughs> right, what are you giving right what are you giving it now, right now
0: i right now i honestly if if it wasn't for the song four or five i probably would have gave it a one.
1: Oh wow so i mean it's almost it is unlistenable then
0: but i'll give it just for the sheer joy of that song I'll give it like a two point five.
1: Okay, and what makes that song so great then? The guitar. So he song. finally does have a guitar in a it's song. Not, it's not. him playing the guitar though. It's, right. It's the
0: people in his band.
1: Right, but you it, said it was mostly piano music this time around. So. I was,
0: all right. I'm not saying it's most piano music. There's piano in every song, and it's mm-hmm. always Alex Turner playing the piano. He's not playing the guitar anymore.
1: So he's a shit piano player, is what you're saying?
0: It's just. It's just not. I don't know. It's the album. It's like the album sounds boring almost. Ah,
1: like, okay. But what tell, what makes this four out of five song? Since I've not heard it, um, what makes it like one of their best songs? If you can just in a, you know,
0: so like it's there's not really a chorus, there's kind mm-hmm. of a chorus, but I mean, mm-hmm. not not a true chorus in any of the songs. Okay, like sometimes they repeat stuff, but right, um, it's catchy in right. in a way that shouldn't be catchy, but it is. All right, the guitar in it is just phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it just sounds it sounds like exactly what he's basically he, he's describing like a hotel on the moon. Okay. I think, I don't so know, it, the whole album is like he's went up to space and came back. Or something. Okay, so which is why I'm giving it more chances because I'm right. trying to see from his what perspective he's, what he's trying right. to do and what this new persona is because this guy seems like a method actor and what he's doing and he's just like took on this new, new, new act of his life.
1: Right. So there's it's not necessarily a story song then. It's not. It's just kind of
0: like exploration okay. more. Like four out of five refers to the right, hotel you right. stayed in at the Moon. Like one of the lines is like, they gave it four out of five, and that's almost so, unheard of. <laughs> like it's, like okay. it's really, really, weird, but interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I say give it, give it a listen, because in I would encourage you to listen to it more than once, because they have so much street cred. The Arctic Monkeys, their last album was the most, the highest selling vinyl of all time. Really, and, and it was. it came out in two thousand. Thirteen, okay. Which is the thing too It's like this it was just five years in the making, right? And like that made me like underwhelmed too. Like I was expecting some because they've always been known for like they having some jamming songs where like right. it's like you know like rock like sounds rock and roll because this is not rock and roll anymore. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But like bar music.
1: I guess when you're talking Arctic Monkeys here, you said four out of five could be a hit. Is that was that correct?
0: I think if there's gonna be one that's played on the radio, and I don't know that it will be because I haven't heard it yet. Well, that was my
1: debate. I this come from someone who really doesn't listen to the radio. Uh uh-huh. Would this make does this song make it on the radio? I, don't, I guess
0: I don't know. I think.
1: I mean, I listen to Apple it, Music, so for the most part, I listen <laughs> to my own creations. I mean, I check out some other music, but Apple Music is kind of the go-to for me.
0: I would say put this on your music. Listen to it just for and see if you can understand what I'm talking about with how good the guitar is. All right. And it's not like it's super fast or anything. It's just like... Right. It's got a really cool sound to it that you don't hear often. It reminds me of... Have um, you heard of the song Howlin' For You by the Black Keys? I
1: can't say I have, but maybe if I heard it, I would know it.
0: Like, I must admit, can't explain any of these thoughts racing through my brain. I mean, it kind of
1: sounds kind of familiar. I'm not going to lie just like here, a... But, a <laughs> mm-hmm
0: and the guitar is like really muffled in a strange Mm -hmm. like way but it's still kind of high pitched okay i don't know that's what it reminds me of
1: all right so a good vibe
0: good vibe but it's like more of a mystical vibe like
1: right okay
0: you know sounds like almost like something pink floyd would have on their album for dark side of the moon there you go he talks about going to the moon too but uh yeah so i'd say give it a listen
1: do you have many friends that like the Arctic Monkeys? Is it something you can it's, talk to people about? It's
0: Melissa's, or? it's Melissa's favorite band.
1: Sorry, Melissa, I didn't know that. I swear <laughs> I swear to God, when we were here for Katana a while ago, there was another band that you really liked. So it was
0: I, them, and it, do, it doesn't sound anything like what we've... Because uh, have, we have a bunch of their vinyls, but they don't sound anything like this one.
1: Okay. Well, then, I guess... We're all
0: going to their concert, and I just feel like it's going to... Be, I mean, that's why I want to listen to it a lot more, because it's like... I want to decide if I really don't like.
1: Where's it or the not. Ven- Where's the venue at? There's...
0: The Masonic Temple.
1: Oh, the Masonic Temple. Which I've never go. been to. Usually a lot of rap concerts there. It'll be it's interesting to hear it out. Check it out, Nick. Let me know what it's like.
0: I will. Um, yeah, yeah. So Arctic Monkeys. I don't know. I just wish it was like. I mean, that's the thing. I, because of this alt J album, Relaxer. Mm mm-hmm. I I like it's, probably it's definitely. Some of my favorite songs are on that, um, and I, they didn't used to be until recently when I just I just forced myself to keep listening to it, because I'm like, they're one of my favorite bands. I can't just not like this.
1: Right, so this goes back to Nick's beer theory. If you listen to it long enough, yeah, you'll learn to like it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> okay. You know, there's got to be, because this so, guy is super talented, there's no way he just did this on accident right
1: you know? now this alt j which i i don't know if may you play me a vinyl so i've heard it before maybe not
0: yeah you you probably know the song left hand free
1: okay but was this new album i guess that you're talking about was it an artistic risk was it different what made you decide i guess you didn't like it at first now you do what was different right, from this so, album to the last
0: so this new one there was less songs they did a cover of house of the rising sun oh boy that one's still terrible I okay think.
1: i was gonna say that i mean i cannot see that going well.
0: um the songs don't have choruses really
1: is that becoming a more popular thing in i guess i think like rock I, is it rock music you would define this as or I alternative what do you what do I you define the music is. that i guess that you like what do you define i think call as? it alternative but alternative i don't
0: i there's not really words for what all j is really it's like I guess this kind of sounds like prog rock, right? Because prog rocks just like it keeps progressing.
1: Right. There's, I, right. There's no boundaries, kind of whatever you.
0: But I don't think that's right either. I don't know. It's just trippy. It sounds like I should. It makes me feel like I'm smoking weed when I'm not smoking weed. Is what All J kind of reminds me of.
1: Okay. All right. So good. <laughs> good vibes all around, though.
0: But yeah. So Al J, still love them. Three W W. We've been jamming out to that song lately. Me, me, Croc, and Melissa got drunk and listened to that song. Over and over again the other night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was great. Um, but we're almost out of time. Ti got arrested.
1: Yeah, Ti got arrested. I, I heard public intoxication. I mean, shout out to Ti. He Just was on that song with Kanye West that "We Versus the People" or whatever. So was he the
0: one? Wait, oh, the one like where Kanye West didn't know what to say back. To him? Number Kinda. three, how <laughs> the president grabbed me. Scoop? Did he poop? Oh Poop did he scoop. Oh Is that your God. first time hearing that drop? Yes. You've never listened to the political sex of this this po- podcast, have you?
1: Well, no. See, I all when I listen, because I usually listen at, at work over my lunch break, I always listen to the full sports, uh-huh. and then usually I, because I, I have it on the iPhone, so I have the podcast on it, and yeah. I follow you, so then I just skip over to the politics, so I really don't hear the intros, oh. because I don't have time <laughs> to listen to the whole thing, so usually I, I listen to the whole sports, because obviously that's my most knowledgeable i guess right and then i skip over usually in entertainment for a second or two and then i listen to some politics but i don't listen to the intros because i've just when i skip over i never have heard it
0: yeah yeah so Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) i've been thinking about taking that away recently just because i feel like I mean, it's funny, I think, but right. it is tri- trivializing sexual assault a little bit. Yeah,
1: something that you're definitely not <laughs> right—that you would not joke about. I you mean, know, I stopped I listening to
0: my favorite band because of that stuff. So,
1: right? Well, and I—I I mean, I got to give you credit for uh, doing that, Nick. I really do. I it's mean, because I'll be honest. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I guess it's hard to say because you don't want to be like that guy who's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna minimize sexual assault or whatnot," mm. but. I mean, certain music artists, rap artists I listen to, sports, teams. Yeah. I mean, even, even going into actors and stuff. I mean, I, not, I mean, not trying to correlate being an asshole or whatnot relates to sexual yeah. assault because it doesn't. But, I mean, these people aren't angels, but I'm not about to stop watching either.
0: Right. I think just with, in the case of why I stopped with Brand New is it's like he's not like he was just an asshole. And it's not like well, right. Just,
1: like, and I'm not trying to correlate that to agreeing, yeah. but I'm just saying like in general – I don't know. I, I was always taught that you res- you don't respect. You look at the athletes for what they do on the court, mm-hmm. and that's the role model they are, what they do on the court, right. and that they're not going to do great things maybe in their yeah. personal life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's different for you, how you looked at it, but I mean, I want to give no, you I, props I, for, you know, I don't <laughs> know if I would list, if I would stop listening to an artist because of that.
0: I think for me it's not even because, like, I still, like, root for players that have done shitty things, you right. know, but with this, with brand new in particular, it's like this words in the songs. Right. Well, you mentioned that that up. right. You no. mentioned that
1: that now you hear that there are some things that like you think about. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe in a couple of years we'll be talking about Tyler the Creator. Do you know who he is, the rapper?
0: I've heard the name for sure.
1: He has a couple of good songs, uh, so you know that I don't mind. But he has that one song off his album when I heard it and. Now it really sounds bad because you know, <laughs> but his song was like it's called like too fucking young,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I well, mean that one's a little up, <laughs> right, right. But
1: at the time, I think I haven't listened to the song in a while. But I think it was like he was like eighteen and she was like sixteen, yeah. So he's like kind of like waiting to for her to get to eighteen type mm-hmm. shit or something. Yeah, I mean, I haven't the
0: same. That's basically what Brand New was doing, except for like.
1: Well, but, he he wasn't that young though. I I mean.
0: No, he was older. Yeah, like that's not. I, mean, I don't know if that's even illegal because I think if you're in high school, well, together,
1: it depends where you're at. I, I mean, we're not going to get into a debate about consent here, but <laughs> uh, I don't know what the legal age for consent is, depending where you're at. But it's just that idea, that concept. Right. You know, like if you if, if you name a song too fucking young now. You're, into some fucking, you're <laughs> no, in some you're in some deep waters here. Th- those days are for sure done. <laughs> you don't. Oh yeah, we need to open up we our need to last open these last ones. I, Nick, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm liking this Jack and Coke, but it, it has a little bit of too much Coca-Cola flavor for my liking. Yeah,
0: I know. It's like I feel like I'm drinking a bunch of pops over here.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of why I brought the private stock Captain Morgan for after, so we <laughs> maybe we can feel some effects
2: because.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a little mean,
1: strong on the sugar Coca-Cola.
0: You know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I will never buy this again. unless Well, no, even if you're on the podcast, I'll get something different. Right, so we'll change it up. But I will never buy this again. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right. Honestly, not the worst beer we've had. The worst beer we've, uh, worst drink we've had was Sayason. Me and Mitchell had that. Uh, terrible. Second worst is the pepper ale. Tasted like a dirty green pepper. Mm. Um, but yes, this is why we brought you here, Joe. The political segment. Anyone that oh, knows boy. you know that you're a Republican. And me and you do frequently have debates over politics. That is very true. Go ahead true. and reach in there. Uh, I'll set us up while you're going for that.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: You're a Republican, and one of the Republic Actually, you know, I don't really haven't met a person I genuinely don't like anyway. So, like, right. I was gonna say so you're one of the Republicans I trust, and like, like, okay, well, that's kind of like most of them. Like, some of them don't know what they're talking about, but you definitely do. Yeah. And uh, so let's 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 get into some talk. Oh, we got to do the tradition. I almost forgot something you're probably not gonna like, but <laughs> we got to do Trump's tweets. All right. So while I'm pulling this up, Joe, um, mm-hmm. have you 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 been a Republican your whole life? Um, I mean, I I guess when
1: you really get into politics, is a different you know sort of age or whatever. But I can. Uh, I mean, everyone's influenced by their parents and other people in your surroundings. Um, I mean, I can remember back
0: at the old Emerson days, we're talking about elections and hoping Bush won. So I mean, honestly, if I'm being candid, I remember that too, and it was I I wanted Bush to win, and for no reason, just right. I
1: mean, so right. I was too young to really know what I was talking about. Uh I mean, and I mean, not that you're ever too young to be involved in politics and debates and stuff, but I feel you
0: agree with lowering the voting age. Oh wow, (laughs) Um,
1: that is a good debate, and I would probably say no. (laughs) There's a couple of reasons I would say no. Actually, if you want to get into it.
0: Well, I mean, let's just try to do it real quick.
1: All right. Well, let's, I guess, here's, I don't like asking. A horrible thing to do in debates is ask another question after you've been asked one instead of answering the question.
0: <laughs> Every politician does it. <laughs> but So
1: we're going to be a politician real quickly to kind of talk about two things at once. What do you think about mandatory voting?
0: I think that's, I mean, depends on, I always say like, because me and Melissa have this debate in terms of other things, like making it mandatory to recycle. Right. Like, mandatory, mandatory you voting don't, you don't right. have kids if you can't support them Ooh, the thing is like where where does that if you don't do it what is the penalty right you know right. Like- exactly i mean that's all for debate i
1: guess the reason i wouldn't lower the voting age i mean two real reasons one is because most likely it's not true though because young people do get jobs and pay taxes mm-hmm. but because you're not would be one of the reasons i would probably be a little more against it yeah and two is we don't really need to add more people voting, in my opinion. We need to actually just increase the number of people who are eligible to vote to yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, we only get, you know, I think May this election was a little better, but somewhere in the 40% range, thirties, 30, probably yeah. 30% of people who could vote who vote.
0: I feel like next presidential election, it's going to be record turnout for both sides because of... <sighs> this president how polarizing he is for both
2: sides
1: yeah i mean but in some ways i think our country has been turned away by politics as crazy as that sounds because it's everywhere but so many people just i mean you just can't you know you talk to them and you know either republican or democrat or Mm. i don't give a fuck i want to get the hell out of (laughs) any politic talk or politics in general
0: right uh, sorry if you guys can hear my dogs, I think my mics aren't picking them up that well, but there is a car alarm going off outside. I know, hopefully it's
1: not mine.
0: And, uh, oh, is it yours? Is it yours, Is it our white one? Yeah. Why is it going off? Hold on, guys. All right, everyone, sorry about that. Turns out Joe's car was going off and we didn't know, and uh, I guess our neighbor knocked on our door, but they weren't there when we got there.
1: <laughs> so, hopefully nothing happened to the car, everything looks good so far, so... <laughs> Break is over.
0: Yeah, break is over. So where were we at again? I don't know, but we the, got to do Ah, d- voting age we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, voting age. Um, I say let's call it a compromise. Make people from 16 to 18's vote count as half votes.
1: Oh, wow. That is that is a ballsy take.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think younger than 16 you should vote, but I think if you can drive a car, you you're, so, but you're
1: saying So you're saying count less, though. Yeah. So you're going with think, I think So ageism, tip. Nick, you're against people who are
0: younger having a opinion as valid as yours. Well I think you don't want to vote I think I think it's more important than to get everything you want to be willing to compromise.
1: I I guess I am not in favor of people's votes counting any less than anyone else's that is a dirty slope you're going on
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're going back to the three-fifths compromise right there <laughs> we basically
1: are so then you know someone's intelligence is higher so their vote counts more or whatnot that's a yeah, that's a bad idea in my opinion yeah
0: i guess i mean i that's just my idea for a compromise but before we forget yep. our most yep. important segment All we right. have to read some trump tweets Let's Um, let's
1: go for it here, Nick. Give me me the lowdown, since I do not follow the president on Twitter.
0: We'll start here. I do, because I feel like I have to. Uh, The Washington Post and CNN have typically written false stories about our trade negotiations with China. Nothing has happened with the ZTE, except as it pertains to the larger trade deal. Our country has been losing hundreds of billions of dollars a year, with China continuing. We have not seen China's demands yet, which should be few in the previous... U.S. administrations have done so poorly in negotiating. China has seen our demands. There has been no folding as the media would love people to believe. The meetings continued. Haven't even started yet. The U.S. has very little to give because it has given so much over the years. China has much to give. Exclamation point.
1: I mean, that's... It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here, basically. How he's negotiate with from North Korea to the Middle East to... Do we? I mean, he claims he's the great businessman. Will he figure out a good deal for China? Will be, that will be an interesting. Right.
0: I mean, thing he was just have... talking recently about the Chinese, Chinese uh, jobs.
2: Yeah. Right. Um,
0: what? Because isn't there something? I, I mean, I, I just heard about this today. I think, but there's something going on where he this business in China, like. Do you know anything I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you're talking about ZTE, where yeah, they've yeah. lost a lot of employees because we've banned their cell phones or whatever because wasn't mm-hmm. there something with tracking or there was something that, that we they were doing that we, uh, I could, we weren't with? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did hear something like that. But
1: they've lost a lot of employees, so there was rumors that he was in debates to save a bunch of their jobs or whatever. Mm. But, I mean, let's be honest. Trump's probably not doing anything for anybody unless it benefits him and or the country <laughs> somehow. So, right. well, it
0: does benefit the like. I mean, honestly, having a good relationship with China definitely benefits the country because, like, they could easily just tell us you can't make cell phones over here anymore, and then we're paying like, like $3,000 for iPhones.
1: Yes, for the short term, the long term, of course, is always becoming economically independent, which is that's true. I mean, really, any nation's long term goal should be that, but I mean. How we get back and I mean, that's been the debate for presidents the last three presidents. How do we bring the jobs back? Every president mm. comes and tells us they're going to bring the jobs back. I mean, the jobs aren't coming back unless you figure out a way to get them back. And Trump thinks taxing the hell out of Chinese imports will be that way. And that yeah. is a interesting debate.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, China can... That's the thing with that is like, you know, because we export a lot too. Right. And like China can... That's the thing with China. It's like it's why it's hard to win a trade war. with China, in my opinion, because like China has like a leader that's just kind of stuck in power. Like there's not really a voting system right, that we right. have, mm-hmm. and they can target their tariffs towards people that would vote for Trump in like their districts, like targeting farmers or targeting, uh, you know Harley Davidson and you know like which right right war. like they can control that and put more pressure on individual regimes because in our country the only goal of a politician really is to get reelected because that's your job is to get it's not really to push forward laws it's to get reelected unless you're unless you're noble but
1: noble <laughs> politicians never win nick it's kind of, that's exactly. kind of, everybody knows that <laughs> yeah i mean i just think i guess how i look at it is it's not i mean you might as well try i mean who knows where mm-hmm. it's gonna go who knows what will change but i mean some of this stuff we just got to go for it and try Right. I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert in economics and I'm not going to pretend here mm. that I can all of a sudden tell you, well, how, this is how many imports and what the taxes and whatnot should be. But China has been making a shit ton of money and we've been giving them breaks and kind of have helped their economy by producing. I mean, we're shipping in cars like crazy now. We're not buying American as much. I mean, mm. so if we can somehow get our businesses back and force people. Even though I don't like that word force, but you know, influence people to buy American or to make it a little more expensive to buy imports, it could work. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I I just I guess I don't think it winning the trade war with China is going to all of a sudden make the economy boom. Right.
0: Know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm also not going to pretend like I really know. I just know what I hear from other people right. and you know.
1: So what's the next tweet here? What next do we
0: tweet. got? House votes today on choice mission act. Who will stand with the great vets, caregivers, and veteran service organizations? Must get choice passed by Memorial Day. I'm Ugh. very unfamiliar with what that is.
1: I'll be honest. I am too. I don't know what the vote but is. All I'm sure for
0: anything helping veterans.
1: I am too, except I'll be the first to admit it. Our veteran affairs and a lot of our vet stuff is run by the government. And as you know, us Republicans, but anything run by the government <laughs> is almost useless. And I don't mean that in a bad way except for it's the truth.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I mean b- I we don't spend know, but- we spend
1: billions and our vets are still committing suicide. They're mm. still coming back without jobs. I mean, how can all this money just go into nothing and it's because we don't know where the spending's going. Right. I mean, when you I mean, and how do you track? I mean, our country brings in how much money and taxes all this? Mm. I mean, how do you keep track of something like that? When you th- really think about
0: right. it. I mean, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I'm, I can barely sure keep contract my own place. Right, yeah. I'm right, sure it's also, I mean, I'm positive it's not worked out flawlessly. No, obviously. I mean, money's
1: always missing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how to handle our bets and stuff like that. I mean, I guess I always look at more money is not always the solution. Like, Not that I'm not for taking care of our bets because I... Firmly, M. Um, it's just I don't know the real solution.
0: I think one way that could happen is like uh, free healthcare.
1: Oh, that, there, <laughs> there's a debate. There's a. I mean, then, the you do, then
0: you don't really have to worry about where the money's going because everyone gets it, you know.
1: Right. I guess it's just. That's a, that's a t- whole different debate, though. You're right. That's <laughs> utopia talk. See, that's the problem, how I look at it.
0: Yeah. All right, next one. Lou Barretta will be a great senator for Pennsylvania, but his opponent, Bob Casey, has been a do-nothing senator who only shows up at election time. He votes along the Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren lines, loves sanctuary cities, bad and expensive health care, da, 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 and voted against the massive tax cut bill. He's also weak on borders and crime. Sadly, our great military vets mean nothing to Bobby Jr. Lou Barretta will win. Hashtag MAGA.
1: There, there's a Trump on the campaign trail right there. <laughs>
0: Doesn't it seem like that he's, like, a lot of the things he do, does is just specifically trying to get reelected. And I mean, also, I'm take, not gonna say take hi- some better pictures for your Twitter thing. Like, look how grainy this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. Trump's
1: not uploading his own pictures on Twitter here. I mean,
0: I mean. I don't know if that's necessarily true. <laughs> as scary as but that may sound. I don't sound, know if this would be this grainy if it wasn't just from him.
1: I find that hard to believe. I think he tweets definitely on his own. I don't know if he up does all that sort of stuff.
0: Do you think someone actually made the co trait? tweet? No, no, no.
1: I, no. I think he tweets for himself yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. I just I don't know if he's... You know, look at his profile picture, Nick. Do you, do you really think someone as egotistic as him would put that?
0: Um, I don't know. Can you get a much better picture of him? I mean, yeah. You can't change how you look. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. It's just a, like a mug shot, though. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, Is that all his tweets? That's all the tweets we're reading. I was like his top five.
1: Oh, okay, so um, he hasn't had anything too crazy. I mean, no, he, no, just the usual attacking Elizabeth Warren and Nancy Pelosi. I right. Mean, that's right up his alley.
0: And the best was last week when he said that there's been a lot of negative news coverage of me. Fake. Oh like, well. <laughs> okay, mean, opinions aren't fake. I can yeah. I can understand if you see things, stories aren't being truthful, but opinions. Or just know. because it's negative is not mean it's fake. That's true. That's the straight guy, up guy, propaganda. I
1: know, but the guy has been give him credit, Nick. In one way, whether you like him or not, he is a mastermind at like creating those type of perceptions and that sort of thing. Like no one ever mentioned the word fake news mm-hmm. until Donald Trump, and now everybody mentions I mean, that all I'll, the time.
0: I'll give him credit, but it's negative credit, and it sounds to me it's like just like what Putin does over there in uh, in, in uh, old good old Russia just I'm, like he uses well i mean i don't and this is gonna get into a fox news debate but i mean the news in russia is super corrupt and i think fox news is not that i wouldn't call it full of integrity
1: uh, well yeah see that's gonna get into a philosophical debate <laughs> right off the bat because we're attacking <laughs> fox news <Yeah. laughs> hit me hit me <laughs> close to the heart here <laughs> i mean i mean it's I mean, like, I mean I guess the first thing you have to look at with our news system, whether you want to admit it or not, is every single one is not news. It's news, but it's based on making money. We don't have right. a single news, I guess, not even NPR, but really that a news corporation that doesn't isn't in it for the profits. I mean, they're all worried about ratings. they're all mm-hmm. worried about this and that. I mean, I guess there's no way to
0: get around that. No, I um, mean, I guess unless
1: you listen to some people on just social media, Twitter and stuff. I mean, they're making money, but at least, you know, they're not making the big bucks, you know, trying to get your news from a different source. Or you can government regulate it. That sounds a whole lot like Putin right there. (laughs) See, government regulation. So whoever's in power controls the news. That sounds as I mean. So think about that. Trump's in power, Nick. He controls the news.
0: I think you could like do it. I think there's smarter ways that you could do it like with regulation like you couldn't don't have to like pick who like just money can go to news corporations or you can make it illegal to donate to them
1: see that's my thing though why do we want more government regulation to fix
0: to fix right
1: so fix stuff. i not to change the topics because we definitely got to talk about a lot more with trump and what's going on in the world but mm-hmm. net neutrality then i yeah. assume you're against it yeah but isn't that in a way more government control
0: I mean, I'm not against government control, though.
1: But you're against net neutrality.
0: I'm against. Wait, uh, maybe maybe you, I have the wording wrong. I'm against. I I like I, I like before it was repealed. Okay. So that is more government control, right? Yes. Right. Like, I don't like it being repealed. Well, right. I guess I'm. So I'm for net neutrality. Yeah, I want an equal an equal opportunity internet where they can't. I don't want I don't like the idea of companies not that I not that I even think they will mm-hmm. but I don't like the idea of companies slowing down certain internet speeds to favor other people or like to, like websites like I don't want someone I don't want like Amazon let's say Amazon had an internet company I don't want them to slow down my Netflix feed in, in favor of their prime mm-hmm. uh, video streaming service right
2: right
1: I get, I'm always I guess I always try to tell myself less government control Less control, the better. In certain aspects Mm -hmm. of life. And that's how I kind of look at things, you know? I don't
0: know. I just think, like, that's... In theory, great, but very impractical. Like, it reminds me of libertarians. Like, they want no government, and I think that's just...
1: Well, see, I... I, No, I definitely think you need a government. I just... Look at the great politicians our country comes up with Nick would you want these people in charge of watching your dog for a weekend
0: <laughs> I think that's that is that hit at the root of the problem
1: Right um, but I mean I would say this is the best we got right now
0: Well cuz I heard like heard today like someone on I think it was on a, like a small very small segment of NPR someone like a young well-qualified woman was like asking this person's opinion whether they should run for office and the first thing they asked him do you have access to $300,000 that you could lose if you don't win the primary? And like, that's, that's like, okay, no, I don't. And the only people that do are people that probably either are rich or have people donating to them. And by people donating to them, meaning they're not going to donate to somebody that's not going to support their interests, which leads to the whole major problem with politics is, uh, like people aren't going to give you money just cause they like you. Maybe they will. They're not going to give you millions of dollars.
1: No. I mean, but as in anything else, with control comes power, comes money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you got to consider that
0: too. Can't you, like, can't, can't, I mean, you're not going to like this, but can't you, like, regulate a certain amount of money to political candidates?
1: I mean, what we kind of do that in certain ways of how much people can donate and stuff, you know? I yeah, mean, but. I mean,. It is kind of scary when you start looking at the numbers of, you know, when we have Republicans versus, you know, a presidential election, how much money is thrown in mm-hmm. at it. I mean...
0: It's scary to me when oil companies can give a bunch of money to people who don't believe in climate change, and that's... Yeah, I mean,
1: hey, of course, when it's a free country, you don't want to be able to tell people exactly what to do, though. I mean, you can spend your money however you well please, for the most part, on for good or for bad.
0: Well, like, you're not allowed to spend your money to buy a hitman. No, but I guess... Like, that's essentially what these companies are doing, just in a longer, Ooh. more grand scheme of things. <sighs> I know they're not intentionally killing people, but they are. Like, if you if you believe in climate change, which is not really deniable, then if you're going to be supporting the taking away of, like... Carbon emission laws and whatnot. Then you're going to be killing people in these little island nations that don't really have a voice in the world and are the least amount of polluters.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can get into philosophical debates about will they be responsible? Who will be responsible? I guess no one wants to be. You want to say Mm -hmm. you know they're you're responsible for
0: somebody's death somehow down the line. Right. But I mean, I I, I get that, and I get that they're not. That's not what they. That's not even what they want. No, no, but no, it's not, it's,
1: it's just their alternative, the, the not their alternative motive, their long term because of what they're doing, what will happen is what you're saying. Yes. Right. I mean, the problem is, I you, I don't know, you just can't fix everything. I mean, think about everywhere in the world, people are starving, people are die, dying and stuff. I mean, we can't mm-hmm. fix every problem, you know, whether or not mm-hmm. our motives or whatnot or whatever, you know, and to get into that famous climate change debate, you know, what <laughs> can we really do?
0: Yeah, that's that's always been I'm like but You because you don't deny it.
1: No, I, I no, I firmly believe that the weather is changing, and I mean your science numbers don't lie. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I know there are those crazy scientists. They throw it every once in a while, but those are quacks for the most part. Let's just <laughs> you gotta call it how it is. Right. I'm not about to tell you that you know two percent of scientists are right and ninety percent are wrong or something.
0: Yeah, and you're and you're not wrong because like a lot of the solutions to this are based on things that we have not invented yet right well
1: have not invented and I don't have problems with even giving money in certain amounts of money to creating these ideas Mm -hmm. I mean you see on Facebook every once in a while you know crazy stuff people come up with that you know in theory could fix the roads in minutes or you know create you know some sort of different form of electricity or whatever whatever it may be Mm -hmm you know donating money to that sort of thing even though the big oil companies won't want you doing that but it's more just are we going to cripple our economy in my opinion by mass regulations for what point and purpose because i truly don't believe most other nations are stepping up to the plate and there's no real way to enforce that that we can do we can do our absolute best we could put all the government regulations knock out the oil companies mm-hmm. and what are we going to make it 10 15 more years 20 years
0: i don't you think like uh like the paris agreement was kind of a start like what if we oh. like have expanded on that and made it more more strict, yeah more
1: I'll be, uh, here's my hot take on that one that one was a absolute that would, would that's what you call a press um release to make everyone happy but no one actually really gives a
0: fuck Right, because they're, I mean, they're not held responsible. No
1: one's held responsible. So, I, yeah, I guess you could say it was a step in the right direction, but that's like you and me signing a contract that we're not going to commit murder for 10 years, okay? But, you know, or whatever you want to say, but nothing holds us to it if we do it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I understand, but it's also like, you know, like a step. We, we got that, and then we get the politicians of the future, and they can expand on it.
1: Right, I guess it's how it always or, is. The U.S. is going to lead the forefront. And then we always kind of get left behind. We donate all the money to the UN, mm-hmm. but then nothing. But also,
0: the UN furthers, for the most part, our interests. Uh,
1: debatable, debatable, because they all have other representatives that we don't do when we donate all the stuff. Don't really get what we want. From well, there's
0: got to, there's no. I there's guess there's got to be a reason we donate the most money. You know, I'm not even saying I know why we do. But well, if yeah, we donate the, the most money. We're the then, biggest nation. I mean, we put. When it comes to... the, We are
1: the UN. When it comes to putting Mm -hmm. troops on the ground or anything anywhere, if the UN joins in, it's only because we did. So we further our own interests, then. Yeah, but then why are we spending the money on the
0: UN if we're going to do it anyway? Well, don't they follow? Right, I, I guess... Makes us makes us stronger when militarily. we get it, when
1: we when we drop bombs for the most part, you know, which is a whole nother debate if you want to get into it, but like in Syria, you know, remember we did those airstrikes or whatever, because yeah. they dropped the chemical weapons. Right. You know, the UN helped. You know, France mm. and England. What did they exactly do? Maybe a few little planes. Yeah. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like, we do all the heavy lifting and we I throw all lot, the money.
0: A lot of the thing is like just their vocal support, even if they didn't do anything, like it stops the rest of the world from freaking out about us. not that anyone can not like the whole nuclear weapons debate like nothing no one can even do anything to us anyway because right. we can wipe out anyone we want right it's like I that's guess why I think that's why I think it's so stupid that our military budget is so high because we have enough well, bombs to destroy anything and Nick you're you're a very
1: smart man and you know me why is the military budget high
0: I think they can I, I why, I why is our military budget high I would guess because they think that that it. We want to not be told no to anything we ask. You
1: no, know, there's two real reasons. One, because it always looks bad if you cut military spending, because they always blame it on what. That's true. Whoever cuts the, it, like they're lose your, half the vote. Well, because they're gonna turn it right back on you. That you know, look at you. You don't care if you know terrorists bomb us or something, because you know you cut the military budget. When who knows if that will ever happen? But yeah. the main reason the government is involved in spending your money, Nick. Government chooses who spends your money for the military budget, and that's why it's astronomical.
0: I think uh, you, you probably – I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I definitely think you're right in terms of – like, I just never thought of that. Like, oh, if whoever president cuts military spending, people are going to be out of jobs that are in the military. Oh, yeah. And they're well, going to immediately vote well, against that. Well, yeah, party. and
1: obviously, you know, military contractors and stuff mm-hmm. rake in millions – and of course, so that's why they
0: right. I mean, selling weapons is like a big deal, right? Well, I and think I that's mean, one of the reasons. Or you know,
1: think of who you know, whoever helps builds our airplanes or our tanks or whatever. Yeah, you know that you're talking hundreds of million dollar contracts. You
0: know, our real problem is redistributing jobs, like and training people to have other jobs, like you know, coal needs to go away it's it's not 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 even because of the pollution it's just because there are more efficient ways to have like natural gas is booming right now but people aren't or or, like there is so much untapped solar energy just people aren't trained to do that stuff like they are with coal so the problem is how do you get people trained to do different jobs
1: right well i mean it's just i mean there's just so many debates on free
0: college
1: (laughs) oh my
0: goodness unfortunately that's all the time we have all righty but uh joe we will definitely have you on again it's been a pleasure
1: well thank you nick for having me hopefully it won't be my last time everyone have a great night show
0: you we will not be drinking this again do you have anything you want to plug anything what like you want to plug a twitter or anything or you're just content i i think i'm content All right, everyone, this has been the Split Six Podcast, a podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella. Follow me on Twitter, at Nick Wagella, on Instagram, at NWagella, and like us on Facebook, at Split Six Media. Remember, it is more important to listen to what somebody else is saying to you than it is for them to hear what you are saying to them. Thank you for splitting six with us.